A confident person will be appreciative if you like what they have to offer, but they're not going to live or die based on how that offer is received. You're listening to Confidently She. You don't have to act like you have it all together because every single one of us is a work in progress. But that doesn't mean we can't take credit for what we're good at and enjoy ourselves in the process. Every episode reminds you to stay different, rest well, and most importantly, drink some water. Welcome to the show. Bex is about to start talking about the F word, and I'm really excited. This is one of my favorite topics to talk about. And the F word that I'm referencing is femininity. Femininity used to make me cringe. It used to make me feel inferior. It it was synonymous with inferiority in my mind for a long time. Anything that was categorized as feminine, I wanted to reject as much as possible because I didn't want to be seen as weak. I wanted to be able to take care of myself. I wanted to be seen as a leader and as strong. And at that point and at that current conditioning, that meant masculine things. It was girls can do anything that a boy can do. And so I'm going to do the things that boys do to show them I can do that. But that's actually not the goal. What you need to do is you need to pick apart the weird definition that culture and that negative conditioning puts on the word and the idea of femininity. Because femininity is not weakness. Femininity is a unique form of strength. And before I get into all the details, in this episode, I'm going to outline what femininity really is, why it's important, why it's vital, and a few of the things that we have been taught to believe about femininity, which that's why we want to reject it. As powerful, strong, confident women, it can be difficult to accept these feminine qualities because for so long they have been associated with weakness. They've been associated with insecurity. Literally, Jay-Z has a line that says, I don't get jealous, that's a female trait. Like, don't like that. That's associated with insecurity, which, in my opinion, men and women are both equally struggling with insecurity. So we could all use quite a bit of help on that front. But to start off with, I want you to think, what are some things that come to mind when I say the word feminine? Is it the color pink? Is it glitter and rainbows and those pink My Little Pony horses where you brush their hair and when you bring them into the hot bathtub with you, their hair color changes? Is it Barbies? Is it wedding dresses, lace, painting your fingernails, putting on makeup? 
What is femininity? What does that stir up in you? What ideas? And then what feelings come up when I say feminine? If you were to be described as feminine, how would you feel about that? Before you can get into being a confident woman, you have to face your relationship with femininity. Because the answer to being a confident woman is not to divorce yourself from all things feminine and just become a man. That's not being a confident woman. That's becoming super masculine. What you want to do is get rid of the trauma that you have associated with femininity. And if you are a woman, you have trauma associated with being called a girl. We literally use girl as an insult. We use feminine as an insult. We have all these ideas of what femininity looks like. And if you're a person who hasn't fit that mold or tried to reject that mold, you would never want to be associated with femininity. But if you're the person who has fit that mold, there are certain expectations that you have of yourself now because of how society has put you into the context that this is who I have to be. There's a pressure. There's an expectation of I have to look this way in order to be feminine. I have to present myself to the world in this way. Otherwise, people aren't going to like me because they only like me for these feminine traits. And if I'm not that, then I don't know who I am. No matter which side of that ditch you fall into, it's a problem. So you might be on side A, which is I am rejecting all things feminine because someone at one point in my life told me that I wasn't pretty or that pink is stupid and pink is for girls and girls suck. You could have also been influenced by ideas saying that anything feminine is oppressive, that things that have been categorized as feminine have been used as tools by the patriarchy to control and manipulate you, to distract you from actually gaining power in the world and just trying to be thin and beautiful and meet these unrealistic beauty standards that we have for women. All of those ideas and concepts are valid, but none of them are 100% true. Because what you will see with all of this is the reason why you're doing something is more important than what it is you're actually doing. If I put on red lipstick because I, as Rebecca, truly love that color... I feel great when I wear it, and I want to rock a nice red lip. That is pure feminine confidence. The same action, wearing red lipstick, could be done because I pick up that lipstick and I feel like if I don't wear this, no one is going to notice me. If I don't wear this, I'm not going to be as feminine or as attractive as I could be. So this is essentially my social shackles that I have to wear in order to be accepted by the world. In order to meet the expectations placed on me by society, fine, I'll wear the lipstick. 
That's not good. That is oppressive. Both doing the same thing, both taking the same action, but for different reasons. And that's why you can't judge people based on what they're doing. You have to know why they're doing it. You have to understand. You have to get context. So let's take the flip side for a second. Before I get into like the definition of femininity. The flip side is someone not wearing lipstick. You could refuse to wear red lipstick because you are uncomfortable with any type of attention. You have been told in your past that wearing makeup is for people who just want attention, that anyone, maybe someone was criticized for wearing lipstick. Maybe it was you. Maybe you were criticized for wearing red lipstick before. Who do you think you are showing up here like you're important, like you deserve to be noticed? And so you're specifically not expressing yourself in that way because you're afraid of what people are going to say. So you want to reject that to stay safe. And then the other situation could be the woman who usually wears the red lipstick, but for whatever reason, she doesn't feel like showing up like that today. So she doesn't wear it. It's not out of rejection or obligation. It's just, I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to. Which is a great segue into how I define femininity and what true femininity looks like, which is the bold expression of the beauty you want to offer the world. Now, All of those words are very intentional, so I'm going to say it again and break it down. Femininity is the bold expression of the beauty you want to offer the world. Let's start with femininity. Notice how I didn't say womanhood. Notice how I didn't say women do this. This is femininity. This is feminine energy and Every human on the planet has feminine energy inside them. Every human on the planet has masculine energy inside them. So when you want to expand and express and appreciate your femininity, it is through the continual practice of bold expression of beauty. Creative energy. That's feminine energy. Okay, so let's break down those next few words. Bold expression. It's not just an expression. It's not just, I guess I'll wear this today. It's what's going to inspire me. What do I feel like is 100% my expression for today? Boldly express that. It doesn't mean wearing bright red lipstick all the time. It means whatever beauty you're offering, you boldly claim that. This is what it is. It might change tomorrow, but this is what it is for today. So femininity is the bold expression of the beauty you want to offer 
the world. So let's go into the word beauty. You could swap this out with creativity, but I like beauty better because there are so many different ways that you can create beauty besides just the way you look. It's This is not just talking about your face and your outfit. This is music. This is art. This is any type of bold expression of beauty. Okay? So don't limit it just to the way you look. You can use the word creative if you want, but sometimes people see creativity as more of like brainstorming or the feeling of being inspired. And really what it is, is you're creating beauty. It's not that you're being creative. You are creating and expressing beauty. Creative is an adjective. Beauty is a noun. Beauty is a tangible thing. So I want you to think of these words because words have so much meaning. They matter. So I want you to think about these words. So the next word that we're going to dive into is offer. The bold expression of the beauty you want to offer the world. You do not need the world to accept what you offer. You are just offering it for the sake of it should be there. That's how you want to boldly express yourself. So you get to offer that. If I invite guests over to my home and I put out almonds and cheese assortment and wine, maybe some figs, big fan of figs lately, that is me offering food to my guests. A confident person is not going to be offended or even think twice about whether or not people accepted that offer of food. A confident person will be appreciative if you like what they have to offer, but they're not going to live or die based on how that offer is received. That is why I chose the word offer. You're not giving it. It's not like the snacks go home with my guests. No, it's it's mine. I'm, I'm offering it to them for a period of time and they can take it or leave it. I'm not giving it to them. I'm not waiting to see if they are going to like it or not. It's just there. And you're offering it to the world. You are not simply offering it to other people. The world includes yourself. The world includes this type of idea that it's worth existing even if no one sees it. Even if no one notices, you're offering it to the world. You're not offering it to other people so that they'll notice. A lot of times when a woman will get all dressed up, people will say, oh, where are you going? Who do you have to impress? And I really hate that language. I hate that idea that it plants in the minds of women because it implies that the only reason she would offer that beauty 
is if someone was going to see it. If it were a means to an end to get something from someone. And that is not what beauty is. That is not what femininity is. It's, I'm going to put on a full face of makeup and curl my hair, even if I'm sitting at home alone during quarantine, because that's the type of bold expression I want to offer the world today. I don't have to have a place to go. I don't have to have a man to appreciate or to validate that offer of beauty. It'd be nice. I sure do like it when I have a man to appreciate and enjoy that beauty, but that's not what it's about. Hey, it's Rebecca. If you are wondering what your next step is in your journey of body confidence, I've got you covered. I developed a body confidence quiz that places you exactly on your step in the body confidence playbook. So go to bodyconfidencequiz.com right now, take the free quiz and find out which step you are currently on and what you need to do next to grow in your body confidence. That's bodyconfidencequiz.com. Take the free quiz and I'll see you there. When you are truly grounded in the confident feminine energy, it is this bold expression of the beauty you want to offer the world. This applies to men too. Because what did I say? Femininity resides in every single human. Guys are creative too. Men create so much beauty in the world. Men are incredibly attractive. I love men. This creative, beautiful energy thrives in everyone when you understand it and when you stop demonizing it. There's so much beauty to be created and appreciated and offered to the world. And I don't want you to be holding back because you are living and dying by how it's received. I want you to just offer it. See what happens. Because you're going to enjoy it a heck of a lot more. Because what ends up happening is you create what you want to create. You do your makeup the way you want to do your makeup. You sing the way you want to sing. It's not to impress anyone else. It's to express who you are. And that is attractive. That is confidence. That is beautiful. So it doesn't have to be pink and glitter and unicorns and sparkles all day long. It could be moody. It could be deep black. It could be nudes. It could be neutrals. It could be bright, bright purple or yellow. And then the next day it can change. That's what's so cool about femininity. That's what's so cool about feminine energy. It's amazing. That's why I love talking about it so much. Feminine energy moves within a container. So this is different than the masculine energy, which sets up the container. So let's say if you're going to do your makeup, masculine energy is going out and saying, I'm going to buy this, 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 and this. And then feminine energy is saying, okay, I have this, 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 and this. Here's what I'm going to make with it. And you can take that idea and concept into everything that you're creating 
everything that you are expressing yourself in. There are the parameters. There's the container, which is the masculine. That masculine energy protects the container. It plans to keep the container safe. And so when women especially are in that masculine energy, it's going to be very draining for them to be in that so much. Because when you're in that planning and executing and making decisions type of mode, it's, it's exhausting. You know, you need some balance. And what's happening, masculine traits were seen as this is what breeds success. This is what we're looking for. So in order for women to go into that, they had to become more masculine. They had to lean into their masculine energy. And now what's happening is that all these women are in their masculine energy. The men don't know what to do about this masculine energy coming from women. So instead of expanding their masculine energy, they contract it and they go into their feminine energy, which is what can happen in in relationship dynamics. So what happened to me a few years ago was I was totally unaware that I was in my masculine energy and I attracted a very passive guy into my life. I had to make all the decisions. And as someone who loves this softness of femininity and needs to have a space where I can be that, because I was in my masculine all day with my my career, and I also had to be in my masculine all day with my relationship, there was no room for my femininity. We're blocking out room for femininity because we're settling for these guys who are passive. Don't do it. This isn't a dating advice episode, but one thing that I will say about femininity is that femininity does not pursue. Femininity does not go out there and penetrate for lack of a better word. I'm not talking about sexually. I'm just talking about in general, there's this penetration of masculinity that is taking a risk, that is being bold, that is making a decision. And you can absolutely do that. You have masculine energy within you. You are more than capable of making decisions. But if you want to attract a masculine man, you need to be in your femininity. And sometimes the strongest feminine confidence is learning to do nothing, which is very difficult for someone like me who is always driving to do more. Allow yourself to receive that masculine energy because you need both. We need more feminine energy in the world. Feminine was divinely created right alongside masculine. Both of those energies are here for a purpose. They are both vital to the human experience. And when you can understand your femininity, then you can control it. Not in a bad way, but in a more like a harnessing way. Like, okay, now I'm going to shift into this because I feel like I'm in my masculine. Okay, I need to make a decision. I'm going to shift into my masculine. Decisions made. Okay, now back into the feminine. And it is really cool. Okay, there is a purpose 
to the feminine energy. And I think that the majority of us are just missing it because we don't understand it. We've been told that there is something wrong with being a woman and you need to make up for it by trying to be a man. But the secret is you have both masculine and feminine energy in you and you need to play with both. You need to harness both and you need to find a balance that really makes your soul and spirit feel like it is thriving. And do not settle for a passive man. If you want to be in a relationship and you want to have someone who activates your femininity, no, do not settle for a feminine man. Like, And even saying that out loud feels like an insult, like a feminine man. That's not an insult. All men have femininity in them, and that is a good thing. Just like all women have masculinity in them, and that is a good thing too, because otherwise they would never make any decisions at all, ever. And you're going to need to be able to make decisions if you are a queen. We'll get to that in a different episode. (laughs) Queens make decisions, but they're not in their masculine all the time. Okay? So there's just like a difference there. Any part of you that you're frustrated with, it's probably because you haven't taken the time to deeply understand it. This is what I walk women through. I walk them through how to activate their femininity, how to understand their femininity, because so much of that is tied into your relationship with your body and everything else. It's so connected. Reach out to me and see if I have a private coaching space a container available for you. Because the cool thing about this is that you will be invited into an area of femininity just by coaching with me. Because I'm going to be in my masculine. I've set up the container. I have the process. I'm going to be making the decisions You're going to be invited into that. You're going to be moving within that container and filling that space. And that act is expanding your feminine already, which is amazing. So email me about that to see if I have space open when you're listening to this, because I might, I might be. (laughs) And understand that if you're struggling to believe that femininity is even possible for you, You're not the only one. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, I used to reject so many ideas about what femininity was. I didn't want to identify as feminine at all because I didn't understand it. And because I was brainwashed by all of these garbage ideas that culture wants you to believe about what it means to be feminine. Because it's not weakness. It is actually very strong. There is so much strength in femininity. Hey, everybody, it's Rebecca. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I want to give an extra special thank you to everyone who has left a rating and review of this show over on iTunes. That means so much to me. So I want to extend a very special thank you. And I will see you again in another episode.